This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back to the program. Ramia Amuthan, Kelly McDonald, host. She's at the home studio in Toronto. I'm at the home studio, London, Ontario. Wherever you are listening in, thanks a lot for being with us. Maybe you're listening in at AMI.ca, where you can stream the program through AMI-audio. Link right up there on the website. TuneIn Radio, OOTunes, a couple of other great apps in which to follow along in case you got to run out. Get them loaded onto your smart device, and you can take them. Mondays and Tuesdays, we get a chance to visit with our community reporters. I have to wonder, Ramya, is this community reporter... When serving, ever spilled soup on anyone? <laughs> on somebody? Oh, yeah. no. Soup's hot, though, so you hope not <laughs> soup. Maybe something else. Mathieu Rochette, he joins us from Montreal. Ever happened to you? What have yeah, you spilled yeah. on people? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No <laughs> one's did? told me. Huh? Uh, Was it yeah, soup? Yeah, it did happen. Soup. Uh, once it was a full avocado salad, like the literary, like, tackled in someone <laughs> else's back. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, uh, big time, big time. And on top of it, I tried to catch the plate. So when I actually catch the plate, that's yeah. how the person oh. be like, yeah, covering food and stuff. Yeah. No, it, oh. it, it happened. Like lucky that it doesn't happen anymore. But yeah, uh, yeah. you're a quality <laughs> server now. So I wonder if when people come yeah. here, since they're eating in the dark, I wonder if there's a thought in their mind that it will be easy for someone to have messy hand touch them or something like, a, a, you know, someone else at the table maybe reaching for something and can't tell quite where they are or just something. So I wonder if people tend to not wear suits. No, but you'd be surprised. Oh, no, people I wouldn't. Dress people dress up forget. very love. Uh, okay, well, I did like not as much serving as that. Suit. Yes, I that's know. Right. That's right, you did that. I yeah. did a bit of it. And people dressed to the T coming to Onwa here in Toronto. Because they want and people I to see wonder, them in the dark. Sure, yeah. And I always wonder, guys, really, though? <laughs> First of all, it's rare that we have a soup at, uh, you know, at the restaurant for those virtually uh-huh. good reasons. But I'll say most of the time when people, you know, when there's water on the table, it happens every night. Mm-hmm. Someone drop a glass of water, yep. all the table is wet. When we bring the cup of coffees and teas, people are so careful. Yeah. They know it's <laughs> boiling, right? So they are yes. extra careful. Now they are reaching the mug on the table, like really close to the table instead sure. of just go, you know, right? So, yeah. Oh man! I was actually quite quite surprised that you guys do serve hot tea and coffee in the Montreal location. It was lovely. Yeah, they're skillful though. But they yeah, know what they they're are. doing. They they're only fairy. spill salad stuff that really doesn't hurt. And they use hurt. real, like actual china. Or <laughs> oh really? Yes, they oh. do. Oh jeez, you just kills. don't want those bouncing across notes. the carpet. <laughs> uh, Matthew, where do you want to start? You want to start with some theater? Yeah, sure. Why not? It is really amazing. So the Théâtre du Rideau um quickly being created in like 1948. And since that day, they always wanted uh, to invest in local creation and included everyone, everyone. This is their main mission. And this is an article that I read two, three weeks ago, and I found out amazing that now on you can go there you know, buy your ticket as everyone else and receive a little display that you can plug in one into your ear 
and having audio description live when you're watching the play. So I, I did not see anywhere else, in, though anyway, in here in Quebec, that a theater offering that uh, audio description option but I really, really like the idea. I know for a fact that Théâtre du Rideau it's a small place. It is really nice atmosphere. The acoustic, it is absolutely outstanding. So now that you can go there and having the audio description while you're watching a play, I am really, really down with that idea. So I hope eventually it might be like a future standard for, you know, everywhere which is, could be easily sized to any kind of sport event uh, at, the, at a movie theater. So anyway, they do it. I am really happy that they do. I will definitely go uh, see a play eventually. So if you guys want to know more about, um, about them, you just need to go at theatreridova.qc.ca. All information is there. And the website is also 100% accessible. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. Good. And we'll get it up on the block, AMI. Uh, up on the block. The blog, ami.ca slash Kelly Co. <laughs> okay, so lots of awareness days coming up, Mathieu. And NFB's White, Nas- uh, White Cane Awareness Day is one of these. You want to tell us a little bit about that and your own experience with the White Cane? Yeah, I uh, each. October 15th remind me how tough it is at the beginning when you lose your vision. And I believe that it doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, doesn't matter uh, your age, you are experiencing a rough time when you're losing one of your sins. And every year it's remind me how from the day I started losing my sight, how like I am completely to another place and just because I accept it eventually. And I have a lot of friends recently around me or in process losing vision. And it is fascinating that we are all experience the same crying, screaming reaction. It's, it's, it's anyway, it's, 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 it's weird, but it's, it's something in common that everyone will face when, you pro- when you're processing of losing your sight. And there was one of my friends who refused to use the white cane. Do we know him? Thought, uh, no. <laughs> no, <Okay. I. laughs> But I'm checking. sure you know someone in, around you anyway. I thought I heard a bus go uh, by here. That's right. <laughs> so for, for years, he just walking there, not using his white cane, kissing mailbox three, bumping to people, walking in just one mile per hour, and eventually, he decided to not see the white cane as his enemy and a symbol of weakness, but a symbol of freedom. This white cane, folks, is one important tool to just go out there, go working, shopping, see friends. And I know, and I really know, that is not pleasant at the beginning because you think everybody is watching you, judging you. He's blind. He's waiting. What what he's doing is okay. The thing is, <laughs> when you do, when you go out with no can and you don't see anymore, you just look weird. People still watching you, but not in a positive way. They just look at you like, is this guy drunk? Is this high? 
like what's going on when you use that pain it is terrific how you help yourself to just become a, 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 a civilian who will just like be acting normal so it's uh, that was the pierre uh, lavoie uh walk on sunday for funding uh, money for uh, cancer and stuff and we were a bunch of uh, blind people who walked there for, you know, I know it was the 16, it was not the 15, but in any wise, it doesn't matter. It is, it's just a good thing, guys. And I know it's tough, but it, eventually you're going to realize this white cane is your friend and he'll, he'll just helping you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he can speak quite well for us sometimes, right, as an identifier. Absolutely. Um, certainly. Matthew, thank you for sharing. That's incredible. Uh, really appreciate it and, and the thoughts and just overall um, that, that life experience sharing. Sir, let's talk about someone else who shares and, you know, yeah. you want to talk about stepping out of your comfort zone here. Yeah. Hey, I think uh, I don't need to explain who Nick D'Ambrosio is. And... Uh, what is fascinating me, Nick is a friend for years now, and <laughs> this thing, he gave an article to the, uh, to the, blind, to the Fighting Blindness Association uh, about his life, about how he does things, how he loses vision, where he works, what he's doing, a, a really nice article. And there is stuff that I did not know, and I, may, I know him really well. Um, and when I was talking about the October 15th, it is a good link to Nick's story. Nick, basically for years, he refused also to use the tool that is available for him. And eventually he just decided to go out there, uh, accept it, go work. And have you ever, when is the last time you guys hear a blind person work in a pharmacy on the floor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Incredible. Never, never, right? Yeah. It's no. so, and this is a perfect story to an average person just accomplish something extremely amazing, positive. And I, uh, yeah, I mean, you, if you need uh, a good example, he's not a pro athlete. He's not a good singer. Uh, he's, he's, <laughs> he's. <laughs> You understand my links, right? Uh, <laughs> so he's, he's just an average guy who does what he could to to just live his life a nice way. So you need a good example. You can go on the fighting uh, fighting blindness dot uh, ca. Read the article. It is amazing. It's Nick D'Ambrosio, and I'll. Take the opportunity to tell him thanks to uh, offering me this gig a year ago when he uh, to pass my name to Marianne. It's uh, yeah, it, it is a nice opportunity. Thanks, buddy. And uh, that's it, guys. Matthew, absolutely fantastic uh, indeed. You can get some good. Uh, if you are in a football pool, get some good advice from that guy as well, Nick D'Ambrosio. Uh, Matthew, thanks not a lot. Not we'll, bad, huh? Not bad at all. We'll talk to you next month. <laughs> Absolutely. Take care, guys. Remember, check out our blog, ami.ca slash Kelly Co. And we were visiting with Mathieu Rochette. He's our community reporter in Montreal, Quebec. He'll be back next month with another report for us. 
Remember uh, that we're going to step aside for just a moment, but we will return, folks, with the theme of thanks. Young Wang focuses today on good encounters that she's experienced recently and pays tribute to her late father, who she showed appreciation in the words of a book. We'll talk to her in just a moment on Kelly and Company. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.